Hey, Chainbreakers. Welcome to today's podcast. Thanks for joining in. Uh, today's podcast is uh, sponsored by Big Tech's Customs. Uh, they are our first sponsor, and they um, they do custom vinyl um, products. Uh, one of the big things that they're putting out are um, tumblers, stainless steel tumblers, uh, with custom logos, custom names, phrases, etc. Um, we are going to have a link on our Instagram page as well as our Facebook page to get to them. Um, but uh, we're also they're sponsoring us with a um, a giveaway. Um, so right now, if you share out uh, this episode of Chain Breakers podcast and you share it out to your friends through Facebook or Instagram and you link us in, uh, we'll take that in. We'll put your name in a drawing. And once we hit uh, 300 listens, we're going to draw for a custom tumbler. Well, today I'm bringing in um, a, uh, a person who's pretty important to my life right now. Um, He's uh, helped me out with my diet and, and helped out my brother-in-law as well because uh, what he's taught me, I'm trying to pass on. Um, this is uh, my second cousin, Darren. Um, he is uh, he lives in Missouri. Grew up with his boys. Uh, had a lot of fun summers uh, going out to the farm, uh, playing uh, with uh, cow manure fights and, and picking up little seeds and stuff on the hill. Um, but... Uh, uh, Go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit more about yourself, uh, maybe even what city you're from. Yeah, this is Darren, and uh, I'm from Ozark, Missouri, uh, which is just a little north of Branson, Missouri. Uh, yeah, we uh, we had some good times playing football in, in our grandmother's yard, too, on the Thanksgiving get-togethers. Yeah, I remember uh, that, too. A lot of good times there. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> as Philip can attest... Um, I was always someone who had a weight problem. Uh, even back when I was in grade school, I was overweight. Um, but I guess my journey on starting to become more healthy uh, started after I retired from Southwestern Bell slash AT&T. I had gotten even heavier after that and gotten up to a point where I was approaching 240 pounds. Uh, don't really know for sure how heavy I got because I didn't want to get on the scales. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> but uh, I guess what really got my attention to the fact that I had a problem, I had a, a fairly close friend that I went to church with who was pretty seriously overweight as well, and she chose to have the stomach surgery. Well, I wanted to talk to her, her to her about it before she did, and she would not visit with me, and she went on and had the surgery. Uh, she had complications with that, and then six months or so later, another lady in our church decided to try it and I did talk to her and it was basically thrown in my face that, Hey, you're trying to talk to me about my weight, about how I'm trying to deal with it. While you are just as obese as I am. And I couldn't do anything but agree with that. Yeah. <clears throat> I've had those moments. Right. 
And uh, so the Holy Spirit really started dealing with me about my gluttony, <clears throat> which is a sin, uh, about the fact that, yes, here I was, someone with a two before in their own eye trying to help a friend get really a two before out of theirs, not just a speck. But anyway, uh, she, needless to say, she went on with her stomach operation. So anyway, I kind of shared that conviction with different ones, and my daughter-in-law had started a diet called the 21-Day Fix. And so that was my first approach to trying to deal with my gluttony. And I could see that that was not going to work what type for of, me anyway. What type of diet is the 21-Day Fix? Is it like a low-calorie diet? or It limits your portions. Okay. Uh, and you still have quite a few carbs. You do reduce the carbs in that diet, but it's you have these containers and you get you get to fill the container, and they're different colored containers for different types of food. Oh and yeah, it, I've seen this. It was uh, yeah, small, <clears throat> t- tiny little containers. Right, some of them are pretty small. Yes. Yeah. Well, needless to say, that was not going to work for me. So I just asked the Lord. I said, you know, I just told Him this is not going to work, but I still I'm committed to you to deal with my gluttony and to deal with the way I have treated my body for all these years. Uh, This is a body, magnificent and awesome body that you've given me, and I've been a poor steward of this body, and I I need your help. So I started doing my research online, and that's when I came upon the ketogenic diet. Uh, we talked early about <clears throat> earlier about someone who mentored me. I really didn't have a mentor other than Dr. Eric Berg and uh, Thomas DeLauer, which they both have YouTube channels on on the internet. Yeah, I got my a lot of my information from them and other doctors that they suggested I research. And, uh, you know, I've, that's where I got my instruction for the ketogenic diet. I've talked to a few people about leadership, you know, principles and whatnot, you know, uh, through church. And, uh, they always, they always say, you know, if you're really looking for a mentor, uh, books, books and, uh, and series are really great mentors sometimes that, you know, that you may not have access to the best. But you do if you can pick up a book, if you can pick up the video. So yeah, this is those are one of those moments where people don't realize, you know, what they've put out there on YouTube to really help other people. So yeah, it's really a really important piece because um, I have I have a few people like that. Um, there's one guy, uh, he's called Obese to Beast is one of his videos, and he lost over a hundred pounds. And and so and uh, another guy who. Um, he, uh, what was his thing? Uh, fat to fire, I think is what his video thing was. But, uh, yeah, they've inspired me. I wa- I've watched them anytime I like get a little bit backwards, I'll watch these things and a lot of encouragement in those. So yeah, definitely. 
Um, so and, you, you started on, you started watching their videos and they started teaching you all the principles of, of keto. Correct. And uh, I started following all of the principles in keto uh, and intermittent fasting. Uh, they're both, both of them differ a small amount on their intermittent fasting. Right. Uh, but they're, they're both pretty much in tune with each other as far as how they do keto. Um, and they're both, they do a cleaner keto than a lot of folks out are out there that are doing keto. Yeah. Uh, that was a big principle that you, you taught me cause I've, I've done what, you know, what I would call keto in the past. Um, and, uh, when, when I started and I, I saw the success that you've had, um, I, uh, I was like, okay, let's, let's check out what, what the difference is. And you, you taught me about the clean keto and, um, uh, eating, uh, greens, but, uh, carciferous, is that right? Is, am I pronouncing yes. it right? Carciferous Cru- greens. Cruciferous. Yeah. Um, so those are the more hearty greens such as spinach and, um, mustard greens and kale, uh, broccoli, um, cauliflower. Yeah. Uh, it's not a, it's not green, but it's it's really good for you. Yeah, you just uh, basically I started looking for quality in my vegetables. Right. Yeah, and I and I feel better um, if if that is a, a bigger part of my diet. I found out too. I I stay. I have more energy um, since I've gone clean. Um, I don't deal with as much of the drop uh, that I was feeling previously. Um, and I feel fuller too, because I'm not just, um, it doesn't digest as fast. So, and I think it just stays with you for a little bit longer. So it really helps with that, the, the hunger and, uh, it's more greens I've ever had in my life. So yeah, me and you both, yeah. I, <clears throat> I was a meat and potatoes man and macaroni and cheese. And, right. you know, uh, I spent a lot of years, uh, eating way too much of, the, the wrong types of food. Right. Um, and we talked about <clears throat> whether or not this is a, a physical or a spiritual journey. Uh, I'll just be honest with you. If it was physical only, I'd still be where I was. Right. Because I love to eat. Yeah. Uh, and without the Holy Spirit's conviction and without his help, I just, I would not get away from that. I'd stick to it. Agreed. Uh, it's, it has taken his, his help and his power and his conviction to keep me on this keto journey. Now, once I was on it for a year, uh, I would, when Thanksgiving would roll around or Christmas, I would get off of it and I would feel so bad that that made me not want to get off of it anymore. Yeah. Uh, so even when Thanksgiving and Christmas rolls around now, I do not, I'll stray for one or maybe two desserts, but that's it. <clears throat> I try, I try to stick with the keto diet. I think that's a Otherwise. biblical concept as well too. Um, you know, even, even, um, you know, he, he's talking about, uh, Jesus is talking about, the disciples and they were saying, you know, why don't they, why don't they fast like us? Or why don't they, you know, have such, 
um, conviction like us. And he's uh-huh. basically, he states, you know, when it's time to celebrate, it's time to celebrate. You know, when, when I'm here, you know, there's no need to go through some of the, the issues. So I, I would say, you know, there's moderation in those moments. You know, there is a time to celebrate. There is a time to, um, you know, go ahead and take in some of the great things that God has made, which sugar is, but it needs to be put in its place. So, well, it, uh, <clears throat> sugar is very detrimental to our bodies. I mean, Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's why, I mean, you got to keep it out of your daily for sure. Um, and that's why I was, uh, you know, if it's Thanksgiving, if it's Christmas, you know, you could see you, you know, you pull in a dessert or two. Um, that's really not, that's not gluttonous at that point. You know what I mean? Um, right, it's, right. it's, it's, it has a moment. It has a place. And as long, that's the issue that I think that we're, we're very wealthy in America and we're very blessed and we have access to so much. And because of that, uh, companies have taken advantage of that and they've put it in our everyday diets as though it's our normal and, uh, it's, it's only hurt us. So, um, so um, but so you went down from uh, from roughly 240, um, and uh, how quickly did the weight come off? Uh, at what point did you you start just maintaining? It uh, it probably took a year and a half, <clears throat> maybe not quite. Well, we'll just say between a year and a year and a half before yeah. I got to the 165 mark. And uh, I'm still there pretty much. I'll, I'll vary between 165 and 168. Uh, that's pretty much my, I guess that's my designed weight because yeah. that's where I've stayed. Okay. And you, uh, you, you, you've also talked to me about uh, your whole house is on it. How quickly did, did the whole house flip over to it? Was it instant? Did you both jump into the no, diet it together? Wasn't. <clears throat> it was an instant. My wife, Tammy, uh, it took her a few months to see what it was doing for me and how much better I was feeling. And then she decided to get on it with me, especially since she was preparing a lot of the meals. Uh, but even when she decided to start eating a little bit keto, that she went a little bit. She didn't go whole hog like I did. I, yeah, I was even making my own salad dressings so that I could avoid even the carbs in ranch dressing. Right. Uh, Were you doing oils? She wasn't that strict. I was doing oil and vinegar and, and mustard. Okay. And some garlic. Uh, and I'm, I'm even thinking that I'm going to start doing that again here in the near future. Uh, but anyway, she is now... She has found a lot of good recipes online, and she's sticking to the keto diet just as much as I am today, and she has lost, oh, probably 40 pounds. Wow. Yeah. Uh, she hasn't taken off as much as I did, but it doesn't come off women quite as like it does men either. Right. <clears throat> but. <clears throat> What kind of health? She is it? actually still still losing a pound or two a month. Uh, and, but and you've been on keto for about three years now. Is that correct? Right. Yeah. Right. 
Um, so what other kind of health benefits have you found from this? Like, was there anything that you were facing previously that you're no longer dealing with? Yeah, I was, uh, I was losing strength. I'm 59 and a half, but it was getting embarrassing because I would have to ask my wife to take lids off of jars because I was losing that kind of strength. I would be working with my son, who's a veterinarian, be helping him do some things. And what I used to be able to lift easily, I was having issues with it. I was having a lot of pain in my joints. Part of being able to lift something was because my wrists, shoulders, and knees and back were hurting. Yeah. Um, But I'm going to say 80% of that joint pain is gone and I have regained my strength back to what I had when I was in my forties. I I can feel I'm not quite as strong as I was when I was in my twenties, but (laughs) I have gained a bunch of it back. (laughs) Yeah. I, I can attest to that, uh, that, you know, just the inflammation itself, it's, you know, I'm, I'm I'm only 35, but at the same time, I I could feel the difference uh, when I'm in keto uh, in ketosis and how all that inflammation goes down and um, able to move a lot quicker um, and breathe a lot easier. That's for sure. So oh, that breathing is is so much better. Um, yeah. As I stated earlier, I was I've been overweight all of my life, and at one point in my late 20s, I took Uh, taekwondo and one of the exercises that our sensei wanted us to do was to roll our knees back over our head and touch start with touching our toes on the floor and then remain there and breathe i could never do that and it was because of the fat internally around my organs right and as well as around my midsection there on the external that prevented me from ever being able to do that. Well, I can do that today That's at cool. 60, 59 years old. Uh, and my energy level has increased considerably since I've taken all that weight off. Um, yeah. And, um, recently um and then kind of what brought us back together and how i've learned about you being on keto um uh, was uh that your mom um has has cancer right now and so um went over there to go see her and uh you had put her on a diet um and uh i i will tell you just from my experience just from seeing um she looked even though she's she's on chemotherapy um and uh, yet she looked healthier um, seeing her after I think she'd been on for about a little over a month when I when I saw her and uh, just seeing her in that little moment, she looked healthier and was moving better than I had saw her previous. Um, and uh, she had talked to us about um, being off of uh, some of her, the uh, um, diabetic medicines that she had been on. Um, and I, I immediately at that moment, I thought, well, this is a family problem. And if, if I can, you know, I, 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 you know, I'm a big guy and I was like, man, I remember 
you know, seeing Darren and he was a big guy, you know, and so I'm like, this is a family thing, you know, and if he, if keto has helped him get to a point where he can normalize and be the way he should be, you know, body type wise, um, this, this looks like a great diet for the whole family. Um, and so, um, also my mom has, you know, diabetes as well. So I was thinking, man, I need to beat this. I need to get ahead of this. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe, and, and, oh, that was another thing your, your mom was talking about, um, our family and kind of going through the family line and telling us about things she had found, um, found out about our family and, and, uh, learned a lot about our history. And it just made me think, you know, um, maybe this is something that we should all do because maybe this is the way we're built, you know, um, and so uh, that made me start thinking that I needed to get on it. And that's why I reached out to you was I was like, well, if I have that same body type, because I feel like that's the same structure I have is, is what you are, you know, about right here. I, I don't know how tall are you. How tall are you? 5'10". Okay. So, yeah, about the same height. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, yep. I'm roughly about 5'10 five, five, and 5'11". And, uh, and I'm a big guy, big shoulders. And... Uh, so, uh, yeah, I started thinking, you know, maybe I need to, to make some changes that'll, that'll be right for the, for my body. Cause I will say, you know, the people are in different diets, you know, and they, they do work. Um, and it depends on how your body is and <clears throat> what you're prone to, but keto has been really great, especially since we're very prone to, um, diabetic issues. Um, so it's really, uh really has gonna it's gonna help me out and i know it's gonna help out my my uh daughter as well in the future so it's uh right it's it's been really good and i thank you for for doing that too i I know that you were you're doing it for your mom and uh but i can see it has helped um and uh and it's going into my mom too so my mom's been on ketosis or on keto for for uh, about a month and a half two months now so uh, it is it is a good thing. Well, and I I had tried to get my mom on it before. Uh, like I said, I've been on this keto diet for three years. I knew the benefits of this diet. I knew what it could do for her, and I had tried to get her to give up her sugars and her carbs and go on this, and she would not do it. And uh, but then when she was faced with this cancer, yeah, we were told by the, we met with the oncologist the day before Thanksgiving last year. And that's when that oncologist verified that she for sure had cancer. And that oncologist told her that <clears throat> we would like to do surgery first, but I'm just going to look at you straight and tell you straightforward, you're not healthy enough to survive the surgery. And she said, you need to change your diet. Yeah. And she started, she mentioned cruciferous vegetables. And so with that help, then I was able to get mom and dad, dad followed along and he's on it as well. And they both lost a lot of weight. And you're right. uh, She was on two blood sugar medicines because one wasn't getting the job done. And she now is off of both of those blood sugar medicines and uh, just has seen tremendous 
success against this cancer. <clears throat> and I'll just give you my theory about that. Yeah. Some out there and that are listening may want to do their own research, but sugar feeds cancer or cancer feeds on sugar. And when you starve that cancer of sugar and then they administer the cancer drugs in a glucose solution, that cancer is starving for sugar. And when it gets a chance to get some, it takes it and takes the cancer medicine right in with it. And uh, those, some may that are listening may know what the CA-125 number is that uh, concerning the blood work. But my mom started out over 100 when she had the cancer. I'm not sure where it was exactly, but I remember it being over 100. The top of normal is 35, and her last blood work, she's down to 30. That's amazing. The CA-125 is a cancer indicator in the blood. Yeah. So... Well, I have I I I used to work in an oncology clinic, um, making chemotherapy, and uh, so I was very interested in you know, <laughs> in the drugs itself, and and I will say I have read quite a few articles that talked about, um, number one, sugar causing cancer, um, for the fact that um, it overstimulates cells, and basically can cause them to go awry, um, and then same thing that you were talking about about if you can starve it of the can of the sugars, um, how you can slow its growth. Um, and then chemotherapy does a lot better job, um, at, uh, at getting rid of it. So, right. Yeah. And like you said, you have to do your own research. There's so many studies of so many different types of ways to, to go at it, but <clears throat> definitely, definitely have seen some very interesting studies though. Um, but no, if I looked at it and I said, you know, she can go on keto and make this choice. I need to as well. Um, and I'd like, it literally was that immediately that day I went on keto. As soon as I saw her and that you had put it on keto and I saw, <laughs> we go in and there's this big box of just random stuff right inside their door. And it was like gum and certs and ketchup and <laughs> anything that had sugar had been put in a box and uh, I, I thought it was pretty amazing, uh, you know, that they had wiped everything out sugar-wise. Yeah, I know you were there helping them. Yeah, we went through the pantry and we took out anything that had sugar or carbs in it. And yeah, yeah there were several boxes that came out of there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I looked down and there's just this big box in it. Like I said, it had like a half a pack of certs in it. <laughs> like that's how, that's how deep they went. And, and, you know, and that's how seriously we, I think we really need to get you to, like you were talking about, um, this is a temple that, that we have. God has given it to us to take care of it. And, um, if we go to McDonald's or if we go to Taco Bell or if we go to, you know, any of these places that we know are bad for us, I mean, everyone knows that they're bad for us. And we can allow that to happen. And that's extreme. That's an extreme thing that we're putting into our bodies. Um, and people are like, yet they look at the diet and they say, well, that's extreme. I'm like, well, you need to get to some extremes in the opposite direction of what you've pr 
previous previously allowed. Um, right. Like right now, I'm actually doing. I'm doing a little bit longer fast than normal. I'm doing two days fasting, three days on keto, um, because I started looking at it and going, I want better gains. I, I, I need to get rid of this weight a little bit faster, um, and I need to get it to where um, I have control of my food and my eating and everything. And, yeah, it's extreme, and people will look at it and go, you're going too extreme. Well, I've gone extreme the other way. <laughs> you know, I need to... I need to stop everything and go extreme in the opposite direction and say, I extremely need to lose this weight because it's only going to cause me problems uh, until I, I until I overcome it completely. You know, so. Yeah, you're right, and I've I've been there and gone extreme the other way uh, many times. There's uh, I can remember several times buying a whole big bag of the white powdered donuts and eating. <laughs> the majority of that bag before yeah. I quit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, Jesus got pretty extreme in the temple courts. That's right. It's uh, time, time to flip the tables. Crack yeah, the whip. Time to flip the tables and tear some things up. Yep. And, yep. Uh, Get out. <laughs> and along those lines, I guess, uh, all I can do, it's kind of like salvation. All I can do is share with people the benefits and what it has done for me. But yeah. then it's the end of each individual's choice as to whether or not they accept it. And in the salvation part, whether or not they accept Jesus and what he's done for them. And in the keto, whether or not they want to accept a new way of eating, yeah. a new life in that situation that's a good analogy truly it is truly um if you believe that this is the temple of god if you truly believe scripture and that we have been given you know the infilling of the holy ghost a place and we're, we're a place for the infilling to stay um then we need to do something um that really shows that number one we live in the fear of god and that fear is more of a respect. It's not like shaking fear, but more the respect right. that God has put on, you know, put on this. And um, and and do I truly fear God and fear disappointing Him in such a way that um, I'm going to put myself onto a diet? I'm going to make sure that I continue it, and I'm going to keep myself lined up so that I don't re-enter into. Um, a place of sin, um, which is gluttony and um, overeating and uh, treating this temple in a way that it should not be. Um, so, yeah, that's that is a good analogy. Um, flipping the tables and doing a little extreme, and and also, you know, putting it out there in a way that, just like the gospel, you know, you're only going to receive it if you truly believe, if you truly are hungry for the things of God. So, yeah, that's that's. Very true. We would love to hear from you, uh, whether it be on our Facebook page, uh, our Instagram, or uh, SoundCloud is where I'm actually hosting these. So if you want to go to SoundCloud, each each of these files has a um, an area where you can make comments. Some of you have found it, um, and we've, we've got some comments from there. And uh, we'd love to hear from you and uh, get your feedback on what you like, what you don't like. Um, and uh, also, um, I had uh, our episode has the sponsor of um, Big Tech's Customs, 
vinyl. And uh, if you mention the podcast, you get 10% off anything that they do. Um, so, and we get uh, a little bit of benefit, benefit from that as well. So, um, yeah, take time to go check out big Tech's customs and they're going to continue to get bigger and better. And, um, if you, if you have any ideas of what you would like uh, custom vinyl to be on, I have some custom vinyl on my computer, uh, that he had done and it is fantastic. It, it took my plain old computer and, uh, made it something worth, worth showing off. Um, so if you have any, any thoughts, any, any vinyl for your back window, for your car, or, uh, maybe you need to have a custom, uh, company logo that you'd like on the back of a monitor or on a desk or on a toolbox or anything like that. Um, just hit them up, tell them you, um, heard it on the chain baker podcast and they'll give you 10% off, um, anything that you purchase. Um, but, uh, we appreciate you going out there and, uh, checking them out it would helps out the podcast and we appreciate everyone that's listening <laughs>